0: We'll becoming my name is Nadine I'm one half of becoming
1: and my name is Sasha I'm the other half of becoming becoming is a podcast designed by us for you discussing a range of stories and topics that will inspire challenge and motivate you to become the best version of yourself disclaimer this podcast may contain
0: strong language if it is likely to offend you please head over to another podcast so today we are joined by my sister Marissa who is a well-being warrior and a performing artist. Marissa moved out to L.A. three years ago, so her third year living in L.A. Hello. Hi. And Hi. Hi. And to speak with us about her wellness journey and um, general tips and well-being and her journey that she is now encroaching on in terms of a performing artist. So welcome.
1: Thanks for having me. <laughs> My pleasure. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you girls? <laughs> doing good, enjoying the heat. <laughs> it's nice to hear British people talk about warm weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Finally, it's about time. Mm-hmm. It, you deserve well, it. I, yeah.
0: mm. We don't necessarily know how long it's going to last as well, so... Enjoy it while you can. Exactly. It's good to have that good weather there anyway. So Marissa, would you like to give us a short introduction as to all of the work that you're doing at the moment and the projects that you do and maybe signpost us to your social media?
1: I loved your introduction. I love that you referred to me as a wellness warrior because <laughs> that's definitely something I see myself as. I'm not a wellness coach. Many people do perceive me as a wellness coach. Um, it may be something that I'll go into in the future that might be a pending project. But right now I'm just on my own wellness journey and uh, I just love sharing tips and tricks, books I'm reading, products I'm using and my findings along the way. Um, In terms of my performing arts career, I'm in L.A. and there's so much at my fingertips. I'm currently doing a lot of commercials and uh, lifestyle modeling, which I'm enjoying so much. I love being in front of the camera. And um, one of the projects I'm working on um, is a personal project. Can't talk too much about it. It's a bit top secret, but um, I will be kind of revisiting the hosting side of Marissa. So watch out for that. My... Instagram handle is at the Marissa Forrester so all updates will be there so people can kind of keep up with my journey there.
0: That's fantastic you used to present in the UK as, uh, and you you did a degree in
1: media? Yeah my degree is in media and cultural studies so I've always been interested in multi uh, multimedia. I started out as a multimedia journalist um, and I uh, wrote for a magazine. I eventually got promoted to online editor and from then I moved on to newspapers and and I found myself in radio ended up in radio was a radio presenter and producer for a little while on a national radio station which was really fun I do miss it.
0: Would you ever go back to radio?
1: Um good question I think I would but not long term I think I'd like to explore more on-screen performance I think I'm ready for that now. I've, I've kind of built up my confidence to be in front of the camera.
0: That's good. And is it a difficult industry to get into? As you're in LA, it's, it must be really competitive. is it? Yeah,
1: it you is. Think? You have thousands of people going for one gig, you know. I think it's really important to kind of know what your niche or niche, as they would say here, is.
0: They say niche there.
1: Niche, yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know what your niche is and know what you have to offer um, yeah. so that you can stand out amongst the crowd, you know. I think me being in the arts and having interests in wellness and lifestyle and mm-hmm. and dance and things like that makes me unique mm-hmm. amongst every everyone that's kind of doing the same thing. So, yeah, I think, yeah, focusing and- on your niche. <laughs> Do you feel like your wellness is the thing that keeps you going right now? So all that positivity, because um, I can imagine it must be quite hard going for these different auditions or roles, um, especially with thousands of other people. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think living um, a lifestyle of wellness
0: mm-hmm.
1: is, is vital for everyone, whatever career path you're in, um, and especially out here in L.A., pursuing the arts. You need something in your life to keep you grounded. You need something in your life to kind of. Um, you just need to look after your general well-being. Mm-hmm. It can be very overwhelming. It's very fast-paced. Even during the pandemic, the industry has not stopped. Wow. Um, and people have become more competitive. So mm-hmm. you have to have something that keeps you together. <laughs> wow. That's good. And when did this start? So, for a lot of people, like that whole starting to understand how important it is to take your wellness seriously, that's almost like a journey. It takes a while for a lot of people to get to that point where they're going to think, okay, I'm looking after me now. And what is in like my mentality? Sorry, not my mentality. My mental well being and my physical well being. What yeah. led you to that point in saying, okay, I'm going to take my health seriously in regards I think to my wellness. I didn't realize it was a wellness journey, but I think I began my journey around seven years ago when I decided to go pescatarian, which is a fish only diet. So I cut out all other meats, I was only eating fish. And um, that's when I really began to become more aware of my body and paid more attention to what I could and what I couldn't eat. I cut out dairy and I just started to function better. So that's when it all began for me. I was like, okay, I need to start listening to my body. And I think that is a crucial part of wellness is listening to your body and what it needs and kind of catering to those needs. Yeah, completely agree. I can kind of relate actually, because I used to feel like going to the gym was something that's so difficult to do. Um, Mm -hmm. And eventually I took the first step in going. And now it's like, I have to go at least three times a week. If I don't go, then I just feel like, I need to like my body starts calling for it so I see what you're saying it's like a journey and the more you do the more you're g- giving good things to your body the more you want to go out and continue doing that that's right I mean wellness is about forming new habits and being consistent with those habits for your overall well-being I mean seven years ago I kind of had a vague idea about gut health yeah. and how it kind of corresponded with mental health but I never really looked into it and done my research and really started practicing properly but your gut and your mind are very much connected mm-hmm. um, there's a lady that I follow on social media called um, Dr Nicole Lapera. she goes under the name of the holistic psychologist I don't know if you've heard of her no but I but- will definitely have to research into her Yeah, she talks a lot about healing and um, 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 recovering from trauma, but she also talks about gut health as well. and, And it goes into details about how, you know, we have neurotransmitters that affect our moods and emotions. And I was always a person that wanted to go to the gym as well, Sasha, but I just, I'm just not really a gym girl, to be honest. I'm really not. And (laughs) I thought that by going to the gym, then I would be more um, more healthy. I I thought I had this idea of what healthy was. But for me, actually, it was more about More about my eating habits. I've I've always been an emotional eater.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: When I kind of revisited my relationship with food and how that affected my moods and emotions, that's when everything started to kick into gear, and then I was able to proceed from there.
0: Yeah, that's that's very interesting. I have a very unhealthy relationship with food, and I comfort eat a lot especially when it comes to sweet things and i don't think i've actually ever sat down and thought about the impact of that on my hormones my gut my my brain um and i think it's maybe something that i'm avoiding (laughs) if that makes
1: sense (laughs) yeah you have to sit down i find that during the during our the beginning stages of the pandemic That was an opportunity for many of us to kind of sit down and just kind of search ourselves and become acquainted with our our shadow side, our demons, you know, just kind of do a little check, (laughs) check and just do some inner work. Yeah, my wellness journey has been a lot about accountability and taking responsibility for myself um okay marissa you you've put on a huge amount of weight you're moody you know you're not functioning um the best that you could be in your everyday life what's the root cause of this and it wasn't because i wasn't exercising necessarily all that does although that does help for me the root cause was my diet so interesting And I'm just thinking like even with myself I'm a bit of a binge eater as well and often it would be me napping and as soon as I wake up from a nap I'm craving these sugary foods Mm. and I will end up eating a lot more than I usually would after having a nap that lasts quite a long time. So that's something I've been actually having in work with myself about recently um, just my eating habits in terms of the sugary things i'm taking in i mean wellness definitely is a mind body spirit soul whatever you want to call it experience and you've got to take care of all aspects it's not just lifting 20 kilograms in the gym you know you've got to kind of visit every area of your life so do you do like a lot of meditation as well you know what i would love to be a person (laughs) that loves to meditate Yeah. Um, I have my own little meditation journey that I'm on. Sometimes, some weeks, I'm like, okay, my intention is to do at least five minutes in the morning. Come on, Marissa, you can you can sit still for at least five minutes. And as easy as that, as that sounds, sometimes it's really difficult. But it's all in the practice. It's the journey, and just being patient with yourself and having giving yourself that grace. Um, so I don't meditate every day, but it's something that I would love to do at least for five minutes. (laughs) Just just to be still.
0: Yeah. I think that's important to be still. I I think I find it much easier to meditate than I do to go to the gym or to do a 10 minute exercise at home.
1: Thing is is that many people don't know that meditation looks different to everyone, comes in many different forms. For me, sometimes meditation is movement and stillness doesn't mean your body needs to be still. It's a stillness of the mind. When I move my body, I'm not thinking and overthinking about everything else and all my other responsibilities and what I've got to do tomorrow okay. and what's on the to do this or whatever. I'm just in my body. If you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that sometimes is. is my meditation. Yeah I love that you say that actually because even walking down the street and just um, observing what's going on around you in a sense that's also stillness as well yeah. -hmm. Yeah that's awareness Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely so it's not always just sitting with your legs crossed you know Um... (laughs) normally Normally sends me off into a deep sleep. (laughs) Yeah sometimes that's just not what that's just not what's called for. Oh, yeah. Again, my wellness journey has been about just responding to what my body needs. Sometimes meditation looks like sitting still, sometimes it's movement, sometimes it's, I don't know, making noises. I don't know, it's whatever. <laughs> and back yeah. to your point on movement, um, I watched one of your videos and I was so amazed. I um, think it was Lena, your inner enchantress, mm-hmm. but it was absolutely amazing. First of all, thank you for watching that. (laughs) Yes, the the Enchantress. That was one night where I was meditating. And sometimes I I just prop my phone up and record myself just to watch it back to see what I had come up with. And I was like, I watched it back and I was like, ooh, girl, (laughs) (laughs) Enchantress vibes. It was inspiring, to be honest. It was
0: really inspiring.
1: Like I felt your confidence, and in feeling your confidence yeah. watching it, I felt more confident. I was like, I want to get up and start moving. <laughs> me too. That's me too, me too. That's amazing. You know when I used to instruct dance fitness that was my whole ethos was to empower women it was my job to come in confident and feeling great about myself so that that, you know that would over that would make other people feel the same way so I'm glad that you you felt that when you watched it that's why I shared it you know because I knew other women would be empowered by it and that's why I started the enchantress challenge I thought it'd be a good idea to kind of take some feminine archetypes and embody them and just see what people come up with. And it was really interesting to see how the women that took part in the challenge, they came up with all different kinds of movement. Their enchantress was different to the other, you know, it was really good. I loved it.
0: So did that moment in your meditation inspire that challenge?
1: Yes. That moment in the movement meditation inspired that challenge, inspired other women to to bring out their inner enchantress however that may have looked or felt to them and I got such good feedback people were like oh wow this is totally out of my element this is not something that I would have done and I encourage them to share it on social media as well so that they can also empower other women which is quite quite powerful so yeah I mean all from that little moment
0: it's a sisterhood of en- en- enchantresses isn't it
1: gathering
0: together when you think about it it was and it was amazing to see I was following your stories and I kept thinking I want to do this but I don't know if I'm confident enough so I just did it in the comfort of my own home and share it but I did at that point feel the power of movement and I don't think I've ever I mean I dance a lot in my own house and you know just just Mm -hmm. to have fun and to be active but I didn't see that as self-care practice I just saw that as oh I want to do a bit of salsa tonight if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah I really embrace that you see movement as part of practicing self-care um could you speak to us a little bit about that
1: yeah it's definitely in my toolbox my self-care toolbox that's um as cliche as it sounds taking baths is in my toolbox too (laughs) I usually do the movement and then take a, a nice long bath um yeah it just it just helps it's either I'm doing it as a meditation or I'm doing it for fun or to keep active because I don't really like going to the gym much unless I'm in a studio or a group environment um it's a great way to take care of yourself it's a great way to know your body um it's also a good way to just yeah just to be active it's fun (laughs) we were we were in a pandemic people are stuck in their homes you don't get to go out put some music on and enjoy yourself I mean you don't have to be a great dancer to dance
0: no Mm -hmm. that's true that is very true
1: yeah I mean I mean who who said that you had to be a great dancer so many people say oh my god I wish I could move like you and do what you do uh you can (laughs) I'm, to a professional dancer, I probably don't look like I'm doing much. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you can do it too. It's just, it's just another way of taking care of yourself.
0: And it looks fun as well. It seems, you know, it's, it's actually enjoyable. And you always look like you're having such a great time. Yes. Um, I was particularly interested in the, I think it was one of your most recent videos, where you'd had quite a stressful day and you just moved, and you, you videoed. I think um, you were inspired by Mikkel UK. Uh, the UK. I think Mikkel, yes. that's his name. Um, and I've seen his movement, he is just amazing. Um, you know, when, when he's moving, you feel that energy. And I thought, mm. oh, you know, when you're having a stressful day, you were just moving, you just let the music guide you. And I just thought, wow, that mm. is power
1: yeah it's, it's almost as if you're letting go of all your senses yeah. right and just feeling the music feeling the beat and just moving with it wow. um everything else in that moment is probably just blanked out well, that's great. how it looks anyway and in doing it so, yeah it's freeing it really is and I feel most confident as well when I'm moving my body not because I feel like it looks great but it's just it's just one of my first choices of self-expression is how I express myself so I always when I post a video I always talk about it doesn't matter what it looks like mm-hmm. yeah just do it just hear the music hear the rhythm hear the beat and move accordingly just do what your body tells you to do and that's also what Mikel encourages as well yeah. it talks a lot about trauma in the body trauma Many people don't know that trauma is stored in your body and it affects your nervous system. And one way to kind of release that is via movement. That's why it's good to move your body daily, um, whether that be exercise in the gym, dancing, stretching every day. All these kind of things help get that energy, that stagnant energy in your body moving and you release the trauma. I didn't know that. I, yeah, think. I came to find that out actually last week and I was just so amazed by it because you wouldn't think it yeah
0: think absolutely.
1: about think about an, a, a bad experience you've had in your life and then um, something similar pops up later on in life
0: mm-hmm. you
1: kind of your body responds to the situation the same way it happened the first time that's right, because yeah. your body stored those emotions and those feelings. Mm. So when it came up again, you felt exactly the same. And then now you're in this fight or flight mode. Yes. Wow, that's- you re- when you really check it, that's how, that's how the body works. Until you do the work and you release the trauma. Wow. Wow. So that's something amazing. that I've learned along my wellness journey.
0: That's incredible. I've, I've never that's considered true. that, actually. Obviously, you know that trauma, you know, sometimes it's in our DNA, but I never thought, you know, <coughs> body would store it and it no. turns at some points via how your body reacts to it. I think that's, that's something mm-hmm. that everyone should know. Now they do. <laughs> <Thank> you, <laughs>
1: <for yourself. laughs> everyone should know that so that when those points, when you feel triggered, mm-hmm. uh, you can kind of turn to your toolbox okay i feel triggered just like what i did i feel i don't feel myself Mm -hmm. um my first thing is to move so i just put the music on and move then the movement was pretty crazy but i felt good after mikhail does um his uh he calls his uh practice shesha um is that
0: a spiritual?
1: yeah and he refers to it as a spiritual game and he does it to oh. grime sometimes it's like if he's angry he will do it to grime wow was, yeah like he would he would pick his music according to the the feeling the emotion that he's feeling something that he wants to release I didn't wow I love that. do you know what you've really inspired me I actually want yeah. to start practicing this oh, um yeah really
0: do. I'm going to I need to stop saying yeah. I want to do things I need to do definitely
1: things. <laughs> yeah. just so when your neighbors to... hear the rock music we know what's going on <laughs> <laughs> the kids driving you mad <laughs>
0: and just to go back to the food um yeah I know that you've been recently you started to practice mindful eating and that's the first time I'd ever heard of mindful eating what is mindful eating and why is it important
1: um my how could I put it mindful eating is literally just being mindful whilst eating for me it looked like switching off um all devices. not switching off all devices but being less distracted when eating I found that whenever I sat down to eat dinner I had my phone in my hand the tv was on I was having another conversation with someone in another like just too many things going on and I was not focused on the food and it's not until I got rid of all those distractions that I was able to actually really experience the meal okay this is what I'm eating this is what it actually tastes like and I realized that I ate I ate less wow I wasn't just I wasn't just feeding my face I was really enjoying the food and I ate less
0: Wow, do you find that you sort of take your time when you're yeah. eating, so you're you're really appreciating the food that you're eating as well, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it felt like meditation. <laughs> felt like meditation. I was actually able to just focus on, okay, if I was eating kale, or whatever. This is kale. This is nourishing my you body.
0: Was- food. <laughs> I'm
1: I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I mean, we're in we're in perilous times there's so many people who don't have access to healthy foods so just sitting there and being able to eat a you know a balanced meal I was really grateful for things like that come up when you practice mindful eating I don't do it all the time um, but I try to do it more often I think that's incredible Mm, definitely because when you think about even when we go to restaurants in a sense we are mindfully eating because we most of us don't have our devices out and we're focused on a meal however there's still lots of distractions going on
0: mm-hmm. but
1: even so in that scenario you enjoy the food a lot more um, yeah. I find when I'm at home I do have out my phone whilst I'm eating yeah. and often if I'm watching something I'm not really focused on what I'm eating I'm just scuffing it all down and then yeah. that will lead me maybe to get seconds don't know. so I'm definitely going to be giving this mindful eating a try yeah see how it goes
0: the movement and the eating and maybe even do the movement after the mindful eating mm-hmm. see how that goes it kind of flows together doesn't
1: it yeah yeah I, um, I can't remember if you asked this question Nadine. I'm so sorry um do you talk to your food bit of an odd question <laughs> um, no, I don't talk to my food. I'm not that good okay. <laughs> i'm only asking because i can't remember his name it was a while ago when i watched a video um but he had some rice in some water and he used to talk to the rice in the water every single day and for one of those the control he was he didn't say anything so the other variable um he had placed on the cup of rice um i love you then the other cup of rice he placed i hate you and eventually he started to see that the one with the negative message, it started to go all moldy um, very quickly, but the one with the positive messages, it stayed the same. Oh. So the logic, basically the logic being that you use your words wisely as they can affect you. Um, but looking at it at a different level, it could also relate and to food. food. Like if you're, yeah, if you are being talking to your food, maybe it will nourish your body a bit more, who knows? <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know what? That totally yeah. makes sense because um, during the pandemic I acquired a few plants and mm-hmm. I was told to affirm my plants. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um because if you if you recite affirmations to them, they, they nice. flourish. So I've been doing that and I've even named one of my plants Marissa so that oh. when I'm affirming the plant, I'm affirming myself. <laughs> Two That's for one, really good. Like that, I'm reflecting growth as well. Yes, I'm like, girl, you look good. You're flourishing. You're thriving. You're healthy. You're strong. You're vibrant. All these things. Yeah, yeah. It's a great way to affirm yourself. Like I'm naming it
0: yourself. Nothing. I've I've never yeah. heard of that. I've got quite a few plants and they usually die because I don't talk to them. Mm. Maybe if I call, if I name one of them, Nadine, I might treat them <laughs> <Do you laughs> a little better as well. So that's my yeah. nice idea. Yes.
1: Yeah, just a shift of perspective.
0: Mm. Start with one. It really is. Oh, this has been such an enlightening conversation. Before we end, do you have any general wellbeing tips from your wellbeing toolbox?
1: um yeah sure i've been listening to a podcast called therapy for black girls and they always talk about having a self-care or a self-love a toolbox so i encourage women especially to have a self-care toolbox so these are just things that you that are your go-tos when you're not feeling yourself perhaps so you know i mentioned movement is one of mine or uh having a, a bubble bath or reading a particular book or watching a show rest one of the tips i would like to give is i think it's really important to kind of find yourself a private safe space in your home where you can just be and you can practice your movement there you can eat there you can pray there you can meditate there live an active lifestyle is is another tip i'd give eat good food of course, to nourish your body. What else? There's so many. Spend time in nature.
0: You've done a lot of um, exploring, haven't you, in, in the US? You've visited lots of different national parks and, and that must yeah. be quite liberating, I guess.
1: Yeah, because you don't really have that, you don't get to have that experience in the UK. Well, you do, but not on this level. No. Um, there's so many amazing places to visit here in California. It's beautiful. So, yes, I encourage everyone to get out in nature, uh, stretch. As often as you can. And um, one of the things that I'm going to be embarking on, next stage of my wellness journey, is um, taking care of my womb health. Yeah,
0: I, that's really good. I just bought a yoni cleanse actually. Um,
1: Amazing. I just want to make a point <laughs> uh, when you're doing your yoni um, cleansing or steaming <laughs> or what have you um make sure that you use the right materials don't use plastic oh
0: so not the plastic uh
1: bowl thing no yeah. but when that touches the heat it releases toxin yeah.
0: ah that's true okay yeah. I'll go for a sustainable one because I haven't actually used the uh the herbs as yet I've just got it in the packet because I wasn't sure mm-hmm. Um Mm -hmm. as you said that that is you know it makes a lot of sense because then you're releasing those toxins and back up there, aren't you? With the steam so
1: you want want to use glass or copper or wood or wood sea or something like that. Yeah.
0: I didn't think of that.
1: Thank you. And (laughs) lastly, just follow your bliss. Do what Mm -hmm. makes joyous, do what makes you feel good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Thank you so much, Marissa. And um Marissa, before you go, um a book that you might want to look into, it's called Sacred Woman. Woman, You have it. How are you finding it? I am stuck on the first chapter because this book is um this is the real deal. It is, isn't it? It's amazing. Is, it, is this the one you're talking about? Yeah, that is the one I'm talking about. I got it a few years ago, but I haven't been ready to actually read it. I mentioned <laughs> the author of this book, Queen Afua. Mm, Her yeah. products are amazing. They really helped me with uh, my wellness journey. She has this herbal tea, and she's like, "It's going to get rid of all your addictions." And I'm like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> You give it a try <laughs> really really good it kind of neutralized my palate my palate so after I did her seven day detox yeah eating anything with sugar I was like oh this is horrible so wow. automatically I was eating well
0: okay yeah. I'm gonna I need to borrow it off you Sash.
1: then it's sure. a guide book it's not a book that you just read it's yeah, a, book it's a, book a life book. yeah it's yeah like, oh, do this and da 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 and you, you've got to be ready for this book. That's why i had do. it so long and I haven't yet. I will read it. Baby steps, baby steps. Yeah. Thanks for recommending oh, thank it though. <laughs> just had to when you said that I was like yep yeah, that but, but. <laughs> yeah. so, thank you so much for coming on Thank for you, sharing all I, I hope that you know your listeners will get something from it and you'll get something okay. from it I already have I want to get up and start I, moving <laughs>
0: I have I've got a lot from it so thank you so much can yeah. you just remind everyone of where they can find you Marissa
1: Yes, you can find me on Instagram at the Marissa Forrester. Um, and the link in the bio will have all my other information, my YouTube and the website and all that good stuff.
0: Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you for
1: having me oh, and allow me welcome. to share my journey. Anytime, we'll have to get you back on in the future. Have a little update. You will. Yes, who knows? I might be a wellness coach by then. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Marissa.
1: Thank you, darling. Bye. Bye.